Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimmon. I'm a tax sell veteran, expert, and trainer. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax faulted real estate, there's a link down below in the show notes. It'll take you to taxcellacademy.com. Again, that's taxcellacademy.com. In today's episode, I want to discuss pre-planning your exit strategies. It is such a powerful, powerful way that will allow you to not only make money, but it'll allow you to do it much faster and much more often. So we essentially have three ways that we can plan how we're going to sell our tax sell properties. And as you'll soon find out, there's a couple that are much better than the other ones. The first one is to have a plan that does not consist of anything. Have no idea whatsoever how you're gonna sell that property. And I'm gonna go ahead and give you a spoiler alert right now. The folks that take this approach, this method, are the ones who lose money nearly every single time. Okay, so with this approach, you're going to an auction and you're buying a property. That's it, that's the only thing you've thought about. You have zero foresight, zero future planning, and zero thought at all how you're going to get your money back. Sounds pretty silly, right? This actually happens much more than you might think, believe it or not. People will hear about a tax sell auction. They'll go out, they'll buy a property because they're excited. Then they'll try to figure out what on earth they should do with it. Or my personal favorite is when you're sitting at an auction and you see somebody buy a property. They just hold their bidder card up because they're excited and they win that property. Then they turn to their neighbor at the auction and they say, what did I just buy? That happens all the time. Without some sort of planning, any kind at all, you are going to fail in one way or another. You might just luck out and be that extremely rare statistic where you blindly happen to pick the right property where you won't lose a lot of money. But I would not take those odds. It's about 99 to 1 that you're going to fail if you have no plan at all. So please do everyone a favor and don't buy a property unless you have at least some idea how you're going to be profiting from it. The second type of plan is to have some sort of idea on how you're going to sell that property, but maybe you have not yet dialed in all of these specifics. And this is going to be the most common approach amongst the average investor. In this type of approach, you're going to buy a property based on the potential profit. That profit is, or should in my opinion be, the difference between the acquisition cost, the capital that's required for that investment, plus the cost and ongoing expenses for maintaining and owning that property, and the sales price less your closing expenses. And here's the most important part that you must include in potential profit. With the time value of money and opportunity cost factored in as well. And this is one point that many people tend to overlook. You should not overlook the potential value of the money that you have sunk into that investment. So let's say you put $10 million into a piece of property over 10 years and you get $11 million back. That's a million dollar profit over the course of 10 years. But what happened over that 10 year period? Well, maybe you would have had the chance to get that same 10% return, but you could have done it per year instead of over that 10 year period. 
And this is obviously something that we can't quantify up front. Instead, it must make you happy at the end of that investment. So just keep that in mind. So back to this plan. You're essentially buying a property with some sort of plan to sell it. The most typical approach is you buy something for less than market value, you price it at market value, and you walk away with the difference, less expenses and whatnot. And this is the approach that 90% of the people at the auction are going to be taking. They have a plan to sell the property. It's not hyper-specific, but they do have a plan. This can be a good enough approach. Many people have made lots of money with this type of plan. I've invested this way and I still do as a matter of fact for some of my investments. What I don't want to happen, however, is that you get tunnel vision and you think this is the only approach that will work. Now, some people listening to this podcast episode will think that you can stop right now and you have two options, no plan or plan. But what I wanna get across to you today's episode is there's actually a third option. Much of what we do at the Tax Law Academy is we open members' eyes to a different way of doing stuff. I want to bust through the norm, the traditional. I want them to understand there are different ways. Sometimes they're better. Sometimes they aren't. But there are different ways. And that brings us to our last approach, which can produce the fastest turnaround time, a highly annualized ROI, and the least amount of risk if you do it correctly. And that's to have a very specific exit plan for your property. In this type of situation, the investor knows what type of buyer will be buying the property. They know the specific amount that they'll be selling it for, where it'll be selling, how they're marketing it, and they might even know who that specific buyer will be before they buy the property. This all sounds fun, right? And it is, but this approach takes time to build up and time to perfect. Now, I'm laying it out in this episode because I want you to understand this should be a goal that you work towards. Now, obviously, this is something that we discuss in depth inside the Tax Law Academy, and it's something that we've touched on in a few other podcasts and, of course, on many of my YouTube videos. But there are a number of ways to take this approach. It could range from sending out an email to a buyer's list and then choosing one out of the handful of people that respond that you want to sell the property to. Or you could post it on your preferred auction site where you'll know exactly what it's going to sell for based on your experience and your knowledge. Or you could simply send out a text message to one or multiple people that says, I have this specific property. Do you want it? And then just wait until somebody replies, well, then yes. And obviously, there are lots and lots of other approaches similar to these as well. But the entire idea around this part, this type of exit strategy, is to build in a marketing arm to your investment business as soon as possible. Many investors, especially new investors, fail to realize that they should be a marketer just as much as they are an investor. You can invest all you want, but if you can't market the property to get a buyer for your product, your investment business won't ever be profitable. My suggestion from day number one is to design your business as an investment slash marketing business. Go 100 miles per hour from the gate to market your properties and your company to as many people as possible. The start is what matters the most here. Get started on the right foot. Take the right angle, the right approach. Do it correctly and reap the benefits for years to come. It is such a snowball effect, and I really urge you to do it from the get-go. Here's two completely different scenarios. Imagine that you're researching auction properties. You see a couple of small homes inside an up-and-coming section of the city. Because of your previous experience there, 
you've accumulated a number of buyers interested in homes in that area. You know that because of your previous efforts, you'll have zero, that's right, zero marketing expenses. No ad costs, no flyers, no commissions, zero. So you're ahead of everyone else right out of the gate. You don't have to pay those things when everybody else does. You buy the home, open your laptop, send out the information, and you have a contract within hours for both those homes. Yes, you can absolutely do that. I've done it. Now let's say you're old school and you're like, I don't agree with this internet thing. I don't want to use that internet thing. Let's imagine that you start with some borrowed funds. You buy mobile home lots with those borrowed funds, the same lots that most investors don't even want. You then place a small black and white sign on them advertising no credit check, owner financing. The down payment will make up a large portion of what you actually have invested in that property. So your borrowed funds are paid off very quickly. Then you keep doing this over and over and over, owner financing all these mobile home lots in areas that a lot of the mainstream investors will overlook. Eventually, you'll have spent the last 30 years making huge returns, collecting a monthly cash flow, and have essentially played with the house's money that entire duration of your career. You're the go-to guy for mobile home lots in the area. In fact, most of the mobile home dealers in the state will send buyers to you if they know somebody wants to move to that area. You're the mobile home lot guy. There's an investor that I know extremely well that has done this for more than 30 years, and he's been very, very successful at it. It all comes down to pre-planning your exit strategy. You can go at it without any sort of plan, and your results will likely be lousy. You can go at it with some sort of idea of what you want to do, and you'll likely get average results, maybe even decent results some of the time. Or you can go at it with a very specific idea of what you want to do, with a very refined exit strategy, and you're likely going to get good results. The purpose behind this episode is to really reemphasize the importance of pre-planning how you'll be selling your tax sale property. If you take the time to put in the work up front, you're going to have a much, much smoother route as you move forward. That's it for today. If you're looking to learn more about investing in tax faulted real estate, including these very specific selling strategies and approaches that I use, I teach all about them in the Tax Law Academy. You can head on over to taxlawacademy.com and click on join and become a member. And if you're not quite ready to join the Academy, just head on over to your favorite search engine and type in Tax Law Academy or go to YouTube, type in Tax Law Academy there, or even on your favorite podcasting platform to come across more of our other podcast episodes. And you will certainly find lots and lots of free resources to help you on your quest for tax sale success. Listen, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to serve you and to teach you about this life-changing business. And I'm so hopeful that you found today's episode helpful. If so, please take just a few seconds out of your day to leave us some positive feedback on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Take care and make it a successful day.